This is the Alan and Carly podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Hello, Carly. Hello. I love saying hello to you after we finish the show and we've been saying hello to each other all morning already. But it's, it's like a new thing. You know, it's just a reset, guys. Just to let you know it's got the vibe, you know. <laughs> Hello. Um, Hello, everyone. But we've got a lot to cover off, and right. we're kind of putting some time constraints on ourselves because right. we're about to see the Super Bowl halftime. That's right. So quickly, you want to hear Harry? Uh, you want to see Harry Styles? Sorry, um, in Perth, got a couple of double passes to give away. You want to go on the draw? You need to find Harry Styles. He's somewhere in this podcast. Yes, he could be playing anywhere between now and the end of the podcast. So listen to it. Find out exactly when you get that timestamp. Head over to hit.com.au, slap those details in, and you're in the running. And uh, if you are listening, we're also going to give you an advantage for Alpha Bucks tomorrow. Yes. This is something we always do. It really does pay to listen to this podcast, we doesn't are, it? We are bribing the hell out of you right now. <laughs> uh, so, Alpha Bucks tomorrow? Um, it's K for Kilo. Okay. Oh, I feel like this is gettable tomorrow, too. I oh, my okay. Pen. I know what the hardest one is. You go for it. I'm impressed if you know this. Starting with K, name a type of sausage. Krunsky? Is yes. it Krunsky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. know my wieners, uh, famously. That's why I was picked in the drag show. What does the Krunsky taste like? It's like cheese in there, yeah? Cheese Krunsky Oh, one. what? That nom, 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 to meat. Yeah, well, certainly got no, me onto the meat. Love a, love a sausage. Do you know what? Out of all the meats that I miss... Yeah, bacon. No, I miss sausages the most because it's the smell that gets you in the most. When you smell a sausage sizzle, yep. I would wear that as a perfume. Bunnings? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I did a couple of those Bunnings fundraisers. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. They're hard work. And then go to a dog park because honestly. Popular. You get, you get very swarmed. But you'd love that. I did. Until they started biting yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Enjoy the podcast. Hit breakfast with Alan and Carly and the Super Bowl currently on at the moment. Well, I say currently. There's an ad. What a surprise. Classic Super Bowl. Oh, that Creed 3. Yeah. Woo. You looking forward to seeing that one? I am. Okay. You seen the other two? Yes. Oh, that's good. That's good. Because I going to say it's the Rocky franchise and looking forward to seeing that. Super Bowl Bart, are you following the sport? Not um, really. <laughs> well, I've been following all the kind of fanfare around the Rihanna show that's going to take place. Well, that is exactly what I want to talk about today because uh, Rihanna is uh, slated, of course, to headline that halftime show for this year's Super Bowl. Uh, is her first live performance in five years. Wow. Which is pretty crazy. <laughs> and what a way to come back to the music scene. That is probably the most talked about performance you can do in the music scene. 100%. And this is a time of year where America is expected to consume 1.45 billion chicken wings during the Super Bowl oh, weekend. It's a lot of chickens. It's a lot of chickens. Oh. But today I want to focus on the top five facts about the Super Bowl halftime show. Five, five four, four, three, two, two one. It's the top five. So let's get into it. Number five of the top five facts about the Super Bowl halftime shows are the most watched ever halftime show was Jennifer Lopez and Shakira with 260 million people. What? Isn't that crazy? That We've had people blows like Prince, my, that's what I was Lady thinking, Gaga, like Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Madonna. 260 million wow, even people. Even more than the boob rip. Well, we're going to get to that in a second, but absolutely, yeah. Our number four for the top five fun facts about Super Bowl halftime shows. The Super Bowl halftime show is the most watched event in America. I'd believe it. And the Super Bowl halftime show itself is the most watched event in America by women. Because the men don't really watch it, supposedly. Women kind of do most of the uh, watching of it. Really? Yeah, it's their way to kind of get more women watching the game. Oh. 
Yeah. Well, it works. I watch it. Well, yeah, but you could leave after the show's finished. <laughs> yeah, because essentially it's like a concert with a football show. That's exactly it. Number three for the top five facts about the Super Bowl halftime show are Nipplegate that we were talking about before. Mm. Of course, that uh, famous incident, Justin Timberlake, Janet Jackson. Well, it made history as being the most searched term event and image on the internet for the two years after it. Wow. Isn't that crazy? It that, was the biggest thing in the world. It was the, the biggest thing in the world. I'm still angry at Justin Timberlake. He totally threw her under the bus after that. I think that's what eventually we landed on, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, number two for the top five fun facts about the Super Bowl halftime shows. Um, artists don't get paid for them. They don't actually get paid to do those Super Bowl halftime shows. I only learned this on the weekend, and yeah. it turns out artists sink a lot of their own money yeah. into the show. The weekend being one of the most famous for doing it, he forked out $7 million to put on his halftime show. However, it all kind of comes back to them financially with the amount of streaming they get. So, for example, Shakira, she saw a 267% uptake in mm. streaming. Jennifer Lopez, 187%. Lady Gaga's song and albums, uh, albums uh, sales went up over 1,000% after she had done her Super Bowl but halftime it, show. It just, for me, it's like no matter how big you get, mm-hmm. you can always be an intern. Yeah. Because they're essentially being treated like, oh, oh. it's for the opportunity. It's just the experience, mate. It's, it's the exposure yeah, for yeah, your yeah. career. Only You're saying that is, to Michael Jackson and J-Lo. Well, the thing is, it, it literally is, which is pretty mind-blowing. And number one for the top five facts about the Super Bowl halftime show. If you need a pee, I'd recommend just doing it during the game because the halftime shows are not to be missed. Bam. <laughs> A little bit of opinion on the last one there, but That's I stand great. by it. Yeah, because the shows always go for like 10, 12 minutes. Or do it when it has the word Pepsi come up 20,000 times mm. during it as well. This is brought to you by Pepsi, 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 Pepsi. Jeez, it's going to be a lot. I wonder if Coke's salty, they never got the rights to that. They're trying. I guarantee you they're trying. I'm after nine o'clock, by the way, for the uh, halftime show currently at the moment. Actually, I won't do spoilers for oh, you. what's going they're, on now? They're, they're playing a game, apparently. Oh. The Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> Hi, this is Harry Styles. Alan and Carly's Hiding Harry. I always say if a girl ever spits, but I've ne- I don't think I've ever dated a girl who's like spat. Not no 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 no. Alan, um, I mentioned this before. Uh, last week, I decided to be back on the Fitbit. That's right. Welcome hold, aboard. Hold myself accountable. So what really happened was um, it was going well and good for a couple of months. Then it ran out of battery, just like I did. <laughs> and I decided not to recharge it. But anyway, I found it in a drawer the other day and I thought, why not? Excellent. And I thought this is a great way to kind of hold myself accountable and set some fitness goals. Because um, I'm a kind of... I work on a treat-based system, so I'm someone that loves praise. Like I'm a like, Labrador. Like a Labrador, pretty much. So I'm all about the praise. Yep. That really is how I'm motivated as a person, What really. type of praise? Do you need like people to say, like, oh, you're looking great, Carly? Or do you need like... Yes. Okay, sorry. I'm, I am I very fickle like that. Absolutely. Just a- any form of praise, any form of okay. fanfare, celebration, no matter how small, how big, I'll take it all. Well, Carly, you... Whether it's warranted or not. <laughs> Okay, maybe hold back. Let me hold back. Let me hold back. Um, but that's one thing I love about the Fitbit, right? Because mm-hmm. when you set fitness goals, you'll get, like, for instance, when I hit my step count, it goes off with little fireworks on the screen. It yeah, vibrates. It's, cool. it's like, good on you. I, to be honest, I haven't seen it for a while. Um, so thanks for reminding me what it looks like. <laughs> 
Well, I hit mine every day because what I've figured out the key is, is mm. to set them low because you set your own Fitbit goals. I, I just do the ones that came with the thing. So it's like 10,000 steps Oh, no, no. You need and... to change that because that's not realistic. And you're just setting yourself up to fail every day. So mine's at 8,000 steps. And that's a good day for me if I hit 8,000 steps. And I love the fanfare of when I hit 8,000. But it's not 10,000. It doesn't matter. That's okay. my okay. goal. Okay. Yeah, you know yeah, what sure, I mean? We sure. all set personal goals. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so can confirm I'm getting fireworks every day at this point. Cool. Go me. Basically Katy Perry at this point. I, I thought about it. setting it to 5,000 when I wasn't getting to the eight. <laughs> we'll wait and see. Yeah. But one thing I realized that I could do on there is you can set like physical activity goals, which yeah. I thought, you know what, I'm going to take this one seriously. Yep. So I went in there and it's, I thought, I read that you set it per week. So I'm like, okay, what do I want my goals to be per week? Mm-hmm. So I thought, what about eight hours per week of like, Heart rate, physical, like cardio. That's a lot, a, right? A crazy I'm very, amount. Very, my, very bad mine, at maths. I think the pre, like what it comes with is 20 minutes a day of like heart rate elevated yeah. exercise minutes. But I just thought, you know what? Now that I've got the step count celebration, I don't need all the fanfare. If I can get to this, I'm really going to try and up the ante here. So you're doing less steps, but you could have high, higher ca- like cardio amount. Don't okay. try and all right. I'm pull just, it no, apart. I'm, no, I think you've done that, if I'm being honest. I'm but, just kind of sitting back and witnessing it. So I set it up. Mm-hmm. And then, much to my surprise, the very next day, it goes off and I've hit it. Oh, well done. And I'm like, whoa, this is amazing. Yeah. What I've realized is I accidentally set it to eight minutes. <laughs> Not eight hours? Yep. yep. I'm not changing it. I'm not changing it. It feels so good. And eight minutes is a lot, I realized. And I realized I'm almost ready to tap out at eight. So I was never going to hit the eight hours anyway. So yeah. I think eight minutes a day and 8,000 steps, I think I've hit the sweet spot when it comes to physical exercise. So this thing, it only measures like the minutes of exercise judging from your heart rate, yes. right? So I actually hit 16 minutes yesterday, just purely from when I was watching Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> and did you get the little fireworks and everything? No, because my goal is 20 minutes a day. Oh, see? Setting yourself up to fail. <laughs> I don't think so, mate. Life hacks, people. <laughs> Alan and Carly. Hit breakfast with Alan and Carly. And last night's Survivor episode, Carly, was one for the ages. It is being dubbed as one of the greatest episodes of Australian Survivor ever, purely for the Tribal Council. I need to reset. <laughs> So, basically, there's been a war going on between George, King George, uh, and Simon, and it all went head-to-head last night, where we thought Simon was going to go home. The numbers were in George's favour to make it happen. However, there was a last-minute immunity challenge, so Simon won that, so he was out of contention. So then George starts playing another game, and we're thinking he's going to take out Stevie, but then he's trying to egg I just keep up. <laughs> trying to egg Simon to egg, to protect Stevie. Simon decides not to. Stevie's not the target at all. I thought it was going to be Geordie. It ends up being our guest on the line right now. Frasier, you poor thing. This is the moment where it all went down. George, what's happening? Now you know who you can trust. Sixth person voted out of heroes versus villains. Fraser. Checkmate. And the worst part is it had nothing to do with him. He's the innocent victim. He's chatting to us now. How are you, man? <laughs> Look, traumatic experience to watch that back last night. But uh, you know what? I've woken up fresh, excited to chat with you guys today. <laughs> oh, okay. So, I feel sorry. like there's some lies going on there. Surely <laughs> that must have shook you at your core in terms of like just being able to trust anyone around you. Uh, you. Look, you know what? It was an epic moment, but I am blessed to be to be able to 
have that as my claim to fame of where I left the game. You know, if you're going to go out, go out with a bang, and it definitely was. Yeah, well, most certainly was. It, I wasn't sure if it was the edit or just how it actually went down, but it looked like you weren't in any of the discussions. You had really nothing to do with it. And then your name coming up was just like a really, a name just kind of pulled out of nowhere. Look, that's how it felt. Look, there were definitely discussions between me and Jordy. And you know what? Look, rightly so, with me being voted out last night, whilst we were really hoping to vote as a collective five and get Simon out. Mm -hmm. Look, the reality is if we'd used that for this vote, next one coming around would have been gunning for George. So he took me out sooner and, you know, beat me to the punch, so to speak. Um, Now, a couple of questions uh, from the Survivor fan group that I asked. uh, I just asked them some random questions. They said, was George really injured? Because that's a big talking point this season. Ooh. Yes, he definitely was. Like, there is no night. And you can see his face. He looks pretty bad. He did. So I think it was probably worse than it looked. Oh, really? And how gross was his uh, tattoo in person? Because it looks horrible on TV. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It it was pretty... (laughs) Look, I I wouldn't have gotten a tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) I think that kind of sums it up. And last question was, Simon came into uh, last night's tribal just already heated, already like furious it Mm. felt like. Was there something that we missed between walking to tribal from the camp? Because it just kind of seemed like he was so angry Mm. going into it. I don't think anything was missed. It was really just a boiling point. And you've got to remember that this is two days per an episode. Yeah, There is so much time and it's all the little one percents, the little digs at each other that over two weeks in, although we're in paradise, best place on earth it's a very confined environment and you do not have any off time from any of the people you're with so if one person really grinds your gears it's hard to get away from that (laughs) but you know what i was really happy that at the end of it guy you know they finally stopped the bickering so that i could have my moment my torture snuff yeah that was nice of them uh we're gonna run frazier but thank you so much for your time today and um congratulations on being a part of survivor history even if it was not great for you (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate it, guys. So much love. And and make sure everyone's watching it again tonight. uh, Channel 10 and 10 play for Australian Survivor Heroes v Villains. Well, Alan, uh, funny we just played the American, what is it, theme song? The theme song (laughs) for America. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, to America. Well, I don't know. It's like a theme song, isn't it? It's not. It doesn't go America. Oh, out of here. I'm going. I don't know. The, the show's done. That's... Wouldn't it be better if we just called them our theme song? Because that's what they are. Anthems are just your theme song. Anyway, so <laughs> let's talk about America. Um, we just heard their theme song. And uh, Alan, I need you to get serious about this because this is a genuinely serious Carly's Conspiracy. So... <laughs> Over the weekend, there's been these reports coming out of these objects that have been shot down from the US military. Uh, We also saw Canada get involved. Now, obviously, there is quite a serious side to these. The first one that got shot down, we did actually learn that it was a Chinese spy balloon. We did. Not great news. Well, that's what they're suspecting. There's been no no confirmation from China, but it'd be weird if it was. (laughs) But where the kind of conspiracy theorists are having a field day is, you know, not even a day later... Another object appears over the US and they had to shoot it down. But they haven't confirmed or denied yet what it is. Uh, And then even uh, Canada's Prime Minister, Justin uh, Trudeau, I think that's his name. Close enough, good enough. Um, Anyway, he has come out and spoken about it. Yesterday, NORAD confirmed um, that an unidentified object uh, 
uh, entered unlawfully Canadian airspace. Uh, it represented a reasonable threat to civilian aircraft, uh, so I gave the order to take it down. Oh, oh Now, another one this morning has popped up and popped back down because they've shot that down as well. So that's the okay. fourth unidentified object in a couple of days. Okay. But notice they're calling it an unidentified object. Well, because it's not identified. Yeah. So, no were, so at the moment, the government is coming out and saying, hey, we've got these UFOs. We're shooting them down. We don't know what's going on. Unmanned, mind you, they're saying they're unmanned. And they're, a balloon. Like that's, like you're not we're getting not a balloon sure from yet. Mars. We're not sure yet. One of them, they said, was the size of a tiny car and cylinder shaped. Yeah. Now, what else could that be? A balloon. I don't know about a balloon, Alan. I'm just saying, at the moment, <laughs> UFOs are in the US. Because anything is a UFO until it's I know they, how Independence Day starts, okay? I know how it finishes. <laughs> and it doesn't finish with, Jeez, the really American, sh- with the American theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, look, in all seriousness, we are hopefully going to get a few more answers this over the coming days. This is not alien-related. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. That's all I'm going to say. We don't know yet. Could be aliens. I will bet you hopefully. $100 cash right now that what comes out of this is there's no aliens out of it. It is like either China or some other country doing balloons. We'll see. Well, it could be Sam Smith in his outfit over the well, weekend. Well, he hasn't been ruled out either, so well, well, <laughs> there's a lot. A lot that, of conspiracy theories that's going the real around. conspiracy. <laughs> and, of course, him writing the theme song for the UK. I can't wait to hear that as well. <laughs> so, obviously, we get a little naughtier in this segment, mm-hmm. if there's little ears listening. Um, come back. Come back. Uh, so, we're going to talk about bull semen. Uh, that's Absolutely. where we're at. Because this is a whole... World, there's literal experts in this. Mm-hmm. The whole extraction thing is a whole thing. I know that there's plastic gloves involved. Oh, you'd hope so. <laughs> um, but um, semen from the world's most expensive bull has just been sold for twenty four thousand bucks. Jeez. With buyers saying they would have actually forked out more. That is crazy because we That's talked crazy. about this last year regarding rams and yeah. how much they were going for. Like just even just a you know a stud getting out there mm. and getting it done. Um, but bulls, $24,000. Now, this is interesting to me. They're sold by the straw. Excuse me? Come again? They're literally <laughs> sold by the straw. Now, I'm th- I don't know how they extract it, but you you wouldn't want to... Use a straw? <laughs> you know, like there's a lot of room for error there. I, I mm. don't know how they're using these straws. And are they recyclable straws? That's what I want to know. Because Sold by the straw is such an interesting term of measurement. Yeah. It really is. And yeah, like, you know, some of those new straws, especially the paper ones, they're a bit flimsy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... Mm. Straw is such a... Yeah, it's... What are you... Apparently they on? got 10 straws out of this uh, this particular <laughs> Which bull. Which means nothing to me. Like, is that a yeah. 100 Jack straw, a McDonald's well, straw? Well, 2,400 bucks each for a straw. For a straw. So, <laughs> you get a straw, you get a straw, you get a straw. <laughs> Yeah, well, on that. We're really there's a lot of farmers listening to us right now going like you know what a straw is, but I, I don't, yes. I don't. And sold it's by the straw. Sold by the straw. I would think like the vial, maybe tissue, I would, little plastic cup. You know the ones you get it. Uh, you know, yeah, like you got to deposit blood into or something, or like yeah, yeah, or like yeah. that. Oh yeah, like the um, yeah. I haven't been. I thought to one it'd be a bit more technical than a straw. But, I don't know. Um, if it's an actual straw. <laughs> Gotta hope not. <laughs> 
like holding one end. I, I refuse to even find out any more than this. I just, like the idea you... of some lady holding it up at the cattle yard, so like fingers clenched on, on both one? sides. Yeah, Like a finger oh, trap? And you want to hope it doesn't have that bendy part in the middle. Absolutely. It's like when you're a kid and you have a Coke and then you like kind of put your finger over the top of the straw and lift it up so you can take mm. some of the, like they're just doing that essentially. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. And I don't even want to get to the extraction no. idea with the straw. That's... <laughs> We spent a lot more time on this than I thought we would. Anyway, $24,000. Apparently, yep. it's a bargain, guys, if you're in the market for some bull semen. There you go. Get a deal, guys. Get a deal. Hit breakfast with Alan and Carly and kicking off tonight. Big Miracles is back again on Channel 9 and 9 Now. And it is an emotional story all about the IVF journey, Carly. Yeah, it's a very important one too and very informative. And joining us now from the show is Dr. Raywin Tierney. Good morning. Good morning, Carly. Good morning, Alan. Now, uh, let's talk about it. Uh, you are one of a 100 specialists when it comes to taking on this, this massive, massive role where IVF yeah, if we just hear it becoming more and more popular, a lot of people are going to that these days. Talk us through some of the stories we're going to see tonight. Certainly, we've got some beautiful couples, Courtney and Woody from New South Wales and Amelia and Andrew uh, from New South Wales and Amy and Ryan and Chantelle Otten and Dylan Alcott. So these very brave couples have opened up you know, their lives for the whole of Australia to see, which is extremely brave yeah. and they're immensely courageous. One thing I do love about this is I feel like there's a lot of myths and secrecy around IVF and kind of the outcomes of it. So that's what's so brilliant, I guess, is you're probably providing, I guess, a beacon of hope for a lot of couples and giving them information they probably weren't privy to. For instance, the other day, I've got a lot of girlfriends at the moment that are going through the process of freezing their eggs and I didn't even realise that even just going through that process, you're not guaranteed a baby at the end of it. Not at all. I know. it's. I mean, egg freezing is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I wish it was around when I was, um, you know, in my 30s, but it wasn't, sadly. But with IVF, including it for egg freezing, because women need to go through an IVF process to freeze their eggs. But look, the show will be showing all of this. And as people are aware that there will be egg freezing on the show, so Chantelle, Otten um, and Dylan are bravely showing their story with egg freezing. And the show will highlight these fertility problems around the IVF and egg freezing and it will highlight the IVF process that these couples are going to be going through with hormone injections and, you know, bloods and scans that take two weeks to do, you know, for the whole IVF process. And then it will show the egg collection as well, Carly. So that'll be interesting to see for you know all of Australia to know what people go through when they're undertaking IVF. What's the uh, biggest uh, shock moment when you're chatting to people about the whole uh, process? Because uh, what Carly's point just there, that blew my mind when I heard that. So I imagine there's quite a few of those moments happening. Look, there's lots of moments, definitely. And I think um, usually what happens with couples when they come to see us and, you know, wanting help to get them pregnant and have a family, we generally take a history, we uh, then organise fertility tests for both the man and woman and then review them with results. And often couples can get a shock that uh, potentially they have less eggs than what they should for their age. And so this is was to do with Amy. You know, she was found on the show to have much less eggs uh, compared to other women, and that can be a huge shock for women. 
And for men, sometimes finding out that their sperm is lazy, you know, not swimming enough and low, as in Andrew's case with Amelia and Andrew, um, and that can be a real shock for men as well. Yeah, well, it's good to have these conversations, and of course the show is back again tonight. Big Miracles on Channel 9 at 9, and you catch up on 9 now as well. Thanks so much for your time today. Thanks, Carly, and thank you, Alan. That was the Alan and Carly podcast.